0: To the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel.
1: On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes,
0: and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only.
1: So, if you are too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you.
0: Thanks much.
1: And now, on with the show. (sighs) About to (laughs) follow. 25 years in a building on the lake in Cleveland has been calling out around the world that rock and roll is synonymous with love and happiness, with peace and freedom, with joy and R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Hail, hail, rock and roll. All right, well, for those of you—the couple, two, three of you—that stuck around and everything—we are back. Um, the whole, <laughs> now I'm all like thrown off my game here and everything. The whole now p- you're
0: really riled up and ready. Oh you know, yeah, I'm <laughs> really
1: riled up to talk about this. So I think everybody that's in the ch- that's you know watching us live right now, probably knows that what the point of this live stream was was that we were going to uh, discuss an article that you shared.
0: I did just to tick everybody
1: off. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you're talking. I'm
0: talking in the There microphone. we go.
1: There we go. Um yeah, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, th- this article that oh, we'll get into what it's all about in a minute. This article I saw it shared around by a lot of people. It's it's had a lot of conversation.
0: Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Um especially since it's part of my day job as it were. Um I have I go around and I'm in a lot of um Communities, groups, uh, forums, you know, mm-hmm, things for like music that. Stuff. Yeah, related to music stuff. And I've seen this article being talked about. And it's pretty interesting because the opinions on it actually seem to be pretty, pretty divided. Oh really? Oh yeah. I mean there's they were it's, not it,
0: divided in our group. No,
1: not in the Geeking Squad group. It seemed like most people were like, This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and a lot of these other ones, people are like, Yeah, you know, they have a point about this and you know, people start getting into things that I, I you know, too much of it I feel like is in some ways it's based too much on their own personal tastes and opinion. But then at the same time, I think that the part of the problem with this article is that it's a little bit too clinical and stilted.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: In one way. And what we're talking about, what are we talking about, Meg? You can tell. We them.
0: are talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Focus. There we go. Yeah.
0: Something, something, something. What is it?
1: <laughs> the Great Rock Hall Debate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's in the title of the thing. Not that it matters. Well, they can read it our, then.
0: Why do I have to it? Most of our... It? Hey,
1: Javier. Javier's <laughs> here. Um... Yeah, it's uh, the Great Rock Hall debate. And what it is is that some people got together and they decided that, and it's been an ongoing debate for years, they decided that there were a lot of people that have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, famously, and located in lovely downtown Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) Um, And they said, well, you know, how, how would we... If you were able to retroactively kind of go back and decide like who really belongs there and who doesn't, how would we go about actually like, you know, factually in their estimation, calculating it? Calculating it? Yes, exactly. And so they came up with this whole method, <clears throat> this method where they used things such as the uh Rolling Stone like 500 most influential albums and influential artists of all time.
0: Yeah, most highly charted and stuff.
1: And then they yeah, they looked at like chart hits, they looked at uh, a lot a lot of it was based on charts and based on critical reception. Like because all those all those Rolling Stone articles and spin or any any of those things, you know, New Music Express and any of those things from around the world, they're all based on whoever the writing staff is, it's not, it's not based on like the public. It's based on who is contributing to these articles and, you know.
0: Yeah. So that's error number one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I I mean, I know some critics, I know, I know. Well, I mean, you know, from playing music for so many years, I know quite a few critics. I know quite a few uh, rock journalists. Some of them are excellent. I mean, and they're and you know, they're all opinionated. I don't necessarily agree with all their opinions, but some some journalists and some critics are really good at what they do, but an awful lot an awful lot of them, in my estimation don't they're again they're too stilted and they they don't they're not able to take a fair critical look at things. It's just based on their own prejudices and mm-hmm. you know.
0: What they
1: like. and Yeah, and what they like or what they think should exist and not exist and all that stuff. So anyway, so I was really curious when you posted this article and I saw all these other people posting this article. I was like, huh, okay. well, I'm sure I'm not going to agree with it and stuff. (laughs) But wow, I was really stunned at the way this worked and i'd love to know what you guys and gals and everybody out there uh what you all think about this we're going to go through uh we've got here if you can see there's there's the article that um that we're talking about it was it was posted on like uh uh, cleveland.com or something like that put together by this troy l smith guy who was the guy that wrote the article although he's not the guy that compiled the entire Stats, I think they had a bunch of people, you know, contribute to this and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, just looking at that page of that article, you can see that that's going to irritate me because,
0: of course... That's what caught my attention was that picture. I was like, "Uh uh-oh.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, of course, it's like, who doesn't belong in the rock hall? And, of course, they put Kiss as the main photo (laughs) there, you fuckers. (laughs) You know, so... (laughs) um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty irritating but what what I did here was I actually uh pulled up the lists and I put them so hopefully if you can see it, are they, it's
0: working so far I keep an eye on it yeah
1: <laughs> I put it so, you don't that lose you, so that you guys can see it on the screen and uh and then we'll just kind of go through so are you are is anybody I, I'm not seeing anybody in the chat you've all got quiet did you all run off on us now
0: Intently listening to every word you it's, say. I,
1: something tells me they're not. Something tells me they're
0: like. Oh, okay, we'll we'll come back to it when I get it really into
1: it. But yeah, we are gonna start getting into. And that is now. Yeah, we are gonna start getting into the uh, the the lists here, and everything. So, without further ado, I'm gonna pull up one of the lists. Take my fat face off the screen there. All right, so you can see that. Uh, yeah, see, I wonder why the. It's still not coming up. Video capture device. Yeah, it,
0: there
1: there was something with that.
0: There was something, yeah. Now
1: nah, there We're was joking, something. Cause
0: it, we had our video on all these, but it's not there now, so. Right. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I think it's this video. Yeah, that's really weird that it did that. Anyway.
0: Anyway, back to. The- yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> venting.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. So
0: you're going to stew on it all. I
1: know. Night. Well, you know, let's see what happens here. Oh, there we are. Now let's see. Oh, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, you guys. Let me know if you see our our little heads pop up yep, there. Yeah, we're
0: there. They see you moving us around.
1: Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have to deal All right. with that. There you go. Awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> be entitled. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I. I. Yeah. I kind of agree with what you're saying. The the methodology <laughs> didn't include the influence. No, it very much. Very much did, did
0: not. Obviously, as like we especially we get into those later years, which we will.
1: Yeah, and I want to get into other things, not just influence, but other, other things that I think people don't understand factor into it. Um, the, the first year, as you can see here, is 1986, which, I mean, that's easy enough uh, because they didn't, they didn't discount anybody from that. They had Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, and Little Richard. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that... Could have really been debated in that. I mean, that's you're talking about the absolute foundation of rock and roll. Yeah.
0: You know? When I first started reading this article, I thought they eliminated all those people. Oh. I was about to lose my <laughs> shit already. I was like, what? I was like, oh wait, no, they're not highlighted. Okay.
1: No. And as people, Calm down. and as people can see here, I mean, they, they took it easy with some of the first few years, but it it didn't it didn't uh it didn't last long. Once we get to 1987, we had the Coasters, Eddie Cochran, uh, Bo Diddley, Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye, Bill Haley and his Comets, B.B. King, Clyde McFadder, uh, Ricky Nelson, Roy Orbison, my favorite, uh, <laughs> Carl Perkins, as George Harrison would say, that was George Harrison's favorites, Carl Perkins. Uh, Smokey Robinson. uh, What does that say? Big Joe.
0: I don't know. I can't read any of those things. (laughs) Oh, it's Big
1: Joe. Big Joe Turner. Uh, Muddy Waters and Jackie Wilson. Uh, Out of that, they eliminated the Coasters and Clyde McFadder. Now, I guess in a way, I'm going to actually somewhat agree with this one, which is not to discount the importance of Clyde McFedder or the coasters, but that list is brutally long. Yes. <laughs> even when I was you,
0: you were you were very much complaining trying to put this together. Why is that list so long? I'm it's like, messing up my whole thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm like, it doesn't even fit on the page. I'm like, why I get that it was new and they were there was a lot of people at that point that were eligible for um, being inducted, but I mean, yeah, if you're going to eliminate people out of that, the two that I do think could be eliminated out of that would be the Coasters, just because the Coasters, while they were great and had a few, you know, memorable hits and stuff. I don't know that they were that influential on a big scale and at least not in a lasting kind of way. And same with Clyde McFatter. You know, I I can I can agree with that. Moving on to 1988, we had the Beach Boys, Mm -hmm. the Beatles, the Drifters. Bob Dylan and the Supremes. Now yeah,
0: you can't get rid of any of those.
1: No, but what's funny about that is I'm like, well, why didn't they? Why did they feel the need to cram so many into 1987, and then they only had five the next year? You know what I mean? Like to
0: tick you off when all these I, <laughs> years later? <laughs>
1: I guess so. You know, I mean, I know how they were based. They, you know, some people could only be eligible after a certain. It had to be a certain amount of time from when their debut debut album was released. That's the way the Rock Hall works. I think mm-hmm. it's got to be. 25 years since the debut album. If anybody knows, correct me on that one, but I think you have to have had your debut album out at least 25 years ago. So I understand there was a bunch of eligible people for 87, but they really could have moved some of those over to 88. But at the same time, I mean, my God, look at that 88 list. Beach Boys, Beatles, you know, Drifter. I I love the Drifters. I'm a big, big fan of the Drifters. Bob Dylan and the Supremes. I mean, yeah, you're talking about, five of the all time most influential so smartly they didn't remove anything of that uh the last year that's somewhat you know acceptable yeah joe says 25 years thank you joe yeah that's that's what i thought the last year that's somewhat reasonable even though i don't totally agree with it is they got to 1989 which was dion otis redding rolling stones the temptations and stevie wonder and out of that list they said well you could remove dion so famously of Dion and the Belmonts and all that um I wouldn't remove Dion man I mean D, again I, you know you know is is he as big as Stevie Wonder or you know buddy Holly or something like that no but I mean Dion again I think that was a pretty big pretty big influence there for a while um I, I don't know I, I I guess I could go either way on that. For
0: a while might be the key word there.
1: Yeah, but see, that pisses me off, too, is because I see that as we go on through this list. I see them gradually when we get to the later years, they start discounting older artists more, kind of being like, ah, oh, well, who remembers them sort of thing. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, but
0: the whole point of this list also is to, it's got to be a highly elite group.
1: Yeah, I but see, I, I guess so. They have
0: long lasting names like all the the Beach Boys and the Supremes. You know, those, everybody still knows those right,
1: names. Right, I guess so. They're
0: still household names.
1: I guess so. I feel like there's a little bit of ageism going on there, though, you know, because I, I feel like there's still a lot of people out there that very much would look at Dion and his music as being very crucial, you know. I mean, to say, you know, Matt says he had two songs. I mean, he had two super well-known songs. We're going to get into that kind of stuff later, too, because there's other artists where they're like, oh, that artist only has one song people remember. And I'm like, oh, the fuck they do. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about my taste, because I know I'm pretty in-depth with a lot of my mm-hmm. interests and stuff. Um, anyway, now, now they start getting a little bit more vicious with some of these lists. In 1990, we get Hank Ballard, uh, Bobby Darren, The Four Seasons... The Four Tops, the Kinks, the Platters, Simon and Garfunkel, and the Who. Now, again, Hank Ballard. Okay, I guess you can sit there and say, "Well, that's that's not like necessarily like a household name, but his importance in the early years and what in you know what he did and everything. That's one of those things where, again, I think it it's less about massive popularity and more about influence, you know, mm-hmm. and the importance to you know what what it means to rock and roll and everything, especially since we're still in the earlier years here. I I, I don't I don't feel like he needs to be deleted, but if they were going to get rid of somebody, I guess I'd go with Hank Ballard, Bobby Darin. I mean, man, yeah, I, I guess I don't know, man. Bobby Darin again is another one that was a pretty big fucking deal there for a while, and he does still have songs that I f- feel are like still pretty well known. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe because it's like your if your thing is like you're saying it's not like necessarily like super legendary type thing. But but the four seasons? No, I'm sorry.
0: No, that, that that's the one I can disagree with.
1: That's ridiculous. The four seasons are huge and they still are. Their music is still remembered. It's known through generations. Even if people don't know who did you know, you have younger generations that are like, I know the song, I don't know who did it. Like you. Yeah,
0: that's me a lot. That's yeah. that's, that's always a lot. you.
1: Um but yeah, Frankie Valley was an East Coast staple. Yeah, and I mean I mean, again, I think Frankie Valli of Four Seasons. I mean, he's still known. Those songs are still very, very much known. They've been covered umpteen times. They've been in musicals, Broadway musicals. They've been in music uh, soundtracks for movies and TV shows, and they still get used. You know, I, 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 feel like that's really discrediting the Four Seasons. I, I don't, I don't get that one at all. Um. We get to 1991, we have, uh, what is it, Laverne Baker, The Birds, John Lee Hooker, The Impressions, Wilson Pickett, Jimmy Reed, Ike and Tina Turner. They eliminated...
0: Everybody except for one?
1: They eliminated everybody except The Birds. Now, I mean, I agree about The Birds staying, because I think The Birds were highly influential and important, you know, and still are influenced a lot of people. Um, Then they sold a lot, you know, but... Laverne Baker I mean again that that's one thing John Lee Hooker I guess they're gonna say John Lee Hooker because it's like well he was never rock and roll he was straight up fucking Chicago you know blues like that's that's just straight up blues, blues. Okay. but John Lee Hooker's influence on rock and roll is so great.
0: Which is probably why he's in the rock and roll.
1: Well, that, that okay. is. I mean, I know that's why it is. But so that's why I'm like, man, I, I don't know. I understand. On a, you know, and again, he was an artist that didn't sell a lot of records because of the times and he was blues and, you know, unfortunately, because of the fucking times. And there's, you know, a lot of racism with that kind of shit. You know, he didn't sell as many records as fucking Buddy Hollywood. But I still, I don't know, man, I think John Lee Hooker belongs in there. The Impressions, again, that's kind of like the Coasters, I guess. I mean, I can see, I think they're a great, you know, there was a great group, but I can see that being so-so. Wilson Pickett, fuck you. Wilson Pickett absolutely <laughs> belongs in that fucking list, man.
0: The Blues had a baby and they named it Rock and Roll.
1: Well, exactly. That's exactly it. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's why I understand. I mean, you can't put every blues artist in there, but there are certain blues artists that were really, really important to rock and roll still are. You can listen to bands like the black keys, man, the white stripes, all those kind of bands, you know, that are considered, I know they've already been around 20 years and stuff, but still considered contemporary artists and everything. And you listen to those bands and you hear a fuck ton of John Lee Hooker in there. Like, straight up John Lee Hooker. The influence is still there. John Lee Hooker deserves to be there. Impressions, whatever. Wilson Pickett, <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? You. Well, okay, I thought it was something in the group. I see Joe yeah, says, Tina
0: Turner. That's Ike surprising. and Tina
1: Turner, come on. Yeah, Exactly. And come on. Ike and Tina Turner? You're going to take them out of there? Give me a break. Tina Turner. Even if you don't like Ike Turner for some obvious reasons, you know, and everything. Ike Turner... Created rock and roll, man. You know, Rocket 88. That song. I mean, just that alone, you have to sit there and go, okay. You know, he might have been a right bastard in a lot of ways. <laughs> as a lot of people on this list were, but Ike Turner, Rocket 88. You know, what was that? 1953, 52, something like that. I mean, that was that was that was the the nucleus of rock and roll right there. And then Tina Turner, come on, absolute <laughs> legend she's a legend
0: that's a legend that is a tina turner's a fucking
1: legend you know to say i i I don't get it i don't (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh he says i see a storm cloud way in the distance can't wait for larry to get to kiss oh yeah well i already brought that up earlier in passing just just wait just wait uh you know sadly i'm so used to the kiss being discredited thing i mean you know god Half the guys in November's Doom can't stand Kiss. I have to listen to that shit (laughs) all the time. Oh, yeah. All right. 1992, Bobby Blue Bland, Booker T and the MGs, Johnny Cash, the Isley Brothers, Jimi Hendrix Experience, Sam and Dave, and the Yardbirds. That's, man, what a great list that is there. I personally, again, I wouldn't get rid of anybody out of that. Not even Bobby Blue Bland. Again, another one very important in those early in influencing you know blues all that i mean bobby blue bland the beatles love you know were into bobby blue bland yeah i don't know folks mm-hmm. i wouldn't discredit them booker t and the fucking mgs do you people understand who booker t and the fucking mgs are you know, most people are like, well, they only had one big hit with green onions. That was the only big hit they had on their own. but those guys, Donald Duck Dunn, Steve, the colonel Cropper, Booker himself, those guys they played on all of the 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 big rock and you know uh soulful uh Motown like all that maybe not Motown, but they were part of that that southern um they were the backing band. I guess I'm getting all flustered here they were <laughs> they were the backing for so many records you hear. If you listen to, you know, Wilson Pickett and Otis Redding and things like that, Ot- Otis Redding, yeah, especially, I mean, you listen to those records, the band that you're hearing on that is largely Booker T and the MGs to sit there and say, no, they should go. That's just as, as Vito would say, it's fucking dumb.
0: <laughs> he would say <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. Those cats were on everything. Exactly. You can like, I, I guess I can forgive the average person. Like, I'm sure you didn't know. I don't know who the. No, fuck they I, are. and I understand that. I forgive, but that's why the people that make these decisions and vote on this stuff are the people that have to fucking know what they're talking about. Come on, man. Give me, dude. Anyway, all right. Moving on to ninety three three. Um, Ruth Brown, Cream, Credence Clearwater Revival, The Doors. Uh, Etta James uh, Frankie Lyman and the teenagers van Morrison and sly and the family stone. Okay out of that they took out Ruth Brown Again, it's another one of those. It's we're falling into a pattern here, you know where they're kind of Picking what they I think they're looking at as sort of being the easy low-hanging fruit You know mm-hmm. what I mean with these ones, you know, Ruth Brown again, not necessarily a household name Does she belong in there? I think she belongs in there, but Um, Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, though, they want to, again, I feel like that's another one where people are going, oh, well, you know, what's the big deal about them? Man, well, you know what? Go and ask um, a whole shitload of soul and funk and blues and pop and everybody, artists, especially a lot of, you know, African-American ones that came up in the 60s and late 50s and then went on to be big stars themselves in the following decades, ask them what they thought of Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, and I think they're going to say, yeah, those those cats okay. were important.
0: I want I'm to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, Ad- yeah. Here?
1: yeah. I'm going to take a drink. You talk.
0: Yeah. And they use example of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay? Right. Now you keep talking about influence, their influence, and influence. Again, please don't yell at me. I agree, influence right. is a huge part of it. Okay, okay? Right. I agree with it. Mm-hmm. But you keep talking about that now in the baseball Hall of Fame. They don't, you know, you don't get in because somebody influenced you to get into ba- baseball. You get in on your own merit. Okay. So now. But I think like that, Babe Ruth says like he may have influenced all these people, but he got in based on what he did.
1: Yeah, but got, I think uh, that it's all part of the. Was. It's all pieces of the pie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I
0: agree. I mean, like I said again, I agree. I'm just playing devil's. I head don't
1: head. disagree with their methodology. I disagree with their their limited scope with it. I mean, to say well, we're going to count billboard charts and to count critics' opinions and how things, are I, and top 500 lists. Yeah, of course, I understand taking that all into account. But I don't think they took enough other things into account.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, like the Rolling Stone magazine. Who the fuck cares what a magazine thinks?
1: Yeah. People don't even read magazines anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, they're all online. It's online magazines. I I still buy magazines like fucking crazy, but, you know, they're all over the goddamn house. It's ridiculous. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, 1994, we get The Animals, The Band, uh, Dwayne Eddy. Oh, wow. Dwayne. Oh, my God. This fucking list. Grateful Dead, Elton John, John Lennon. Bob Marley, and Rod Stewart. And out of all those, they got rid of the Animals and Dwayne Eddy. Oh, guys. Again, I mean, Dwayne Eddy is another one that it's like, yeah, he may not necessarily have that sort of like chart influence that that people like Elton John, you know, is going to have and stuff like that. But Dwayne, especially as, as, a, as a musician, as a guitar player, Dwayne Eddy was so crucial. So crucial. And that's to me again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this has to be about more than just sales or even just, you know, popularity. It has to be about like, what would rock and roll be without them? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Again, you know, I say it's influence, but it's influence is even just too general of a it is thing. But I,
0: I don't know I think there should be like a rock and roll hall of fame and the, like these are the lasting people like me the regular person I know yeah. these people they are household names still to this day those that's hall of fame stuff right. whereas you're like the influence and all that stuff it's more the history of rock and roll. Well, Mike, what made rock and roll what it is today?
1: Yeah, Mike Rees also just brought up in the chat a very interesting point <laughs> about he's saying how many members did they induct for the Grateful Dead? Because here's the other thing, that's a whole other enchilada to get into. Is that when they induct these bands, a lot of times they don't induct all the members. They won't like say for example, Kiss has been touring with the same lineup now for almost twenty years. But those new guys that are in the band, they don't get inducted. They only inducted the original four guys in the band. It's, He's kidding. You didn't know they did that? No. Same thing with bands like Journey, any of those. Like if okay, there's, yeah,
0: that really ticks me off. Yeah.
1: Like that. I a lot of people don't like that because I don't think that's fair. They try to look at it like, well, but these new guys weren't influential and important and didn't chart like these old guys did and... To me, if you induct a band, you induct a band. You inducted everybody that, that was in that band. I mean, I don't understand. Is there only so much space on the wall to put names? Is that what it is? Like, I don't understand the thing. It's not like they're fucking paying these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> to to being like, we don't want to have to pay all nine or, of your members, you know.
0: Or if they're looking at the the sales and all that stuff and the billboard charts, then you'd induct the members that are on those... Well, albums. that's
1: But that's kind of what they're doing. That's sort of what they're that's the problem is, you know, you can't. Exi- but but again, I mean, to sit there and look at I mean, they didn't induct Tommy and Eric from Kiss into the rock hall. But then meanwhile, albums like Sonic Boom and Monster, you know, their their last couple albums. They charted pretty fucking high, man. You know, like I, I. Is it
0: too soon for them to be in the Hall of Fame?
1: No, no, it has nothing to do. It's it doesn't work that way. It's just they just won't. End up. Once
0: they're in, they're in. They, they the new guys can't get in.
1: No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it's pretty that lame. me. And anyway, as far as the, the 94, the animals not being in there. Come on, man. Come dude. <laughs> you know, that's just ridiculous. Animals are massive band in so many ways. Uh, 95, we get to Allman Brothers Band. Uh, what's the Al Green? Okay, Janis Joplin, Led Zeppelin, Martha and the Vandellas, Neil Young, and Frank Zappa. And out of all of those, they eliminated Martha and the Vandellas. I, again, I'm like, oh, come on. I, I don't. It's another one of those, I, again, I get why they're doing it. I just don't agree. I mean, Martha and the Vandellas. I, yeah, I guess, maybe, you know, they're not as big as the Supremes made it in you know but people still fucking sing Martha and the Vandellas songs those songs are still everywhere you know dancing in the streets all that shit
0: okay
1: you know I, I don't know I, I just I don't we got so much more to go through yeah I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to really blaze through this and stuff I know I'm sorry folks that I'm taking so long with this but um what do we have there for 96 you want to read them off I can't we you can't read it's anything It's too far away Oh Hold good on. lord uh, <laughs> As Meg falls into the yeah, camera Yeah let
0: me see I'm gonna get real up close When you get the video up there I'm gonna get real close guys <laughs> So I apologize uh, Let's see We got David Bowie Jefferson Airplane Oh You covered it up <laughs> I just
1: blocked you out yeah. <laughs> Little
0: Willie John Gladys Knight and the Pigs The Pe- Pigs What is this Oh Pips I told you I can't fucking read it. <laughs> God, <damn it. laughs> Gladys Knight and the pigs. You can go fuck yourself, That's okay?
1: That's fucking amazing. Do, Pink, do you want me to take over reading now? Pink,
0: oh, Let me finish it. I got three more. Let me see how badly I can fuck this up still, okay? Oh. <laughs> you stay back there and laugh at me. Okay. Pink Floyd, the shirtless. What does that say? The shirtless. <laughs> the Shirley's, is, was that what that says?
1: The
0: <laughs> The Velvet Underground.
1: <laughs> That's fucking amazing. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna read. I've got shirtless pigs. Okay, <laughs> that'd be me after a shower. Um, no, ninety six. Let me start this over again. We got David Bowie, <laughs> Jefferson Airplane, Little Willie John, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Pink Floyd, The Shirelles, Pink Floyd, <laughs> and The Velvet Underground pig <laughs> everything's gonna be pig this whole list is about pig piggy bowie <laughs> Never jefferson live that down, am I? jefferson air pig little piggy john you know <laughs> little willie pig the piggy underground um <laughs> sorry i made these so small but um anyway wow that was amazing <laughs> um out of that list they eliminated little willie john which again we're falling into that same thing with you know those those uh earlier artists like that that they don't view as being rock and roll and blah blah blah, blah. uh glass night and the pips man i don't know i i feel like they were they clearly are clearly i
0: um, don't know who the fuck they are
1: um you you do you know again do. you'd know their music midnight t- train to georgia oh okay. and all that. yeah there's and others i mean i guess i mean I, I feel like they belong in there but again it's one of those things where i can see the average person going yeah you know, at least they kept the Shirelles in there because I, I would have thought they would have said no. Oh, no, is that no.
0: what it is? Shirelles? It's not yes. the Shirley's?
1: No, it's not the Shirley's. <laughs> no, no. It's the Shirelles. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Actually, I'm really glad I made it that, that small because that was pretty goddamn funny. Um, <laughs> 1997, we have the Bee Gees, Buffalo Springfield. Oh. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. The Jackson Five.
0: Yeah, they can go out. I'm fine with that. Holy... I, I know they should. That's my personal taste.
1: Holy so. fuck. Okay, uh, let me keep going. Joni Mitchell, <laughs> Parliament Funkadelic, and the Young Rascals. So out of that list, who I'm sorry, I will fight to the death. There's not one name on that list that does not deserve to be in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They all very much do. Buffalo Springfield... I guess I get their you know I'm sure their rationale is they were short-lived and it's more about who they spawned and then then you know their the band's career itself because out of out of Buffalo Springfield you got Steven Stills you know from Crosby Stills and Nash
0: Okay.
1: And you got Neil Young oh. you know from Crosby Stills Nash and Young. <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah that that they offshot from that and formed CSNY. Um so I guess I can see that, but I mean, I feel like Buffalo Springfield were pretty influential for their time, but I guess I can go with that, especially since they have Crosby, Stills, and Nash in the same list. That seems a little bit redundant. So that one, maybe I could actually agree with that
0: one. (laughs) Because he already got the credit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, For the most part. Uh, The Jackson 5, they eliminated.
0: I was shocked that got eliminated, but again, I, I don't mind.
1: P- okay. okay, again, regardless of whether or not you are like Meg and you don't like the Jackson 5, it's the Jackson 5, folks. They had a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how big, ba- I mean, and they still, they're still influential. They still, their songs are fucking everywhere. I know. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> I know. You don't like it when when little tree branch Groot is dancing around to the Jackson 5 song? oh
0: baby give me one more chance no that's yeah. tolerable yeah
1: it's only as long as baby Groot is there then you like that i can right? yeah okay but i mean i'm sorry but i think most people even whether you like the jackson five or not can agree with me that that's just fucking stupid yeah. the young rascals now that might be a name that again people aren't going to be immediately familiar with nowadays but the young rascals were are were one of the Man, people don't understand how big that band was and how important that band was. I mean, that was—they're one of the biggest bands of the '60s, hands down. Definitely one of the best bands ever to come from the East Coast. I—I'm I, not—I could start listing all sorts of songs and stuff, and you—you you know. Uh, young Rascals grooving on a Sunday afternoon. You know how can I be sure? Uh, uh, gosh, so so many. They they have a. I mean, their greatest hits is chock full of hits, man. And they were really big and really influential. Absolute one of the foundations of rock and roll in the '60s. They des- they deserve to be there. And uh, people, if you don't check out the Young Rascals, you really ought to because they they're real good. All right, now ninety-eight. Oh, it's yeah. This is where it really starts getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Ninety-eight. We have the Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, the Mamas and the Papas, uh, Lloyd Price, Santana, and Gene Vincent. And out of that list, they eliminated Gene Vincent. Which, oh man, again, I, I, yeah, I guess it's going back to what you guys are saying about, you know, the, uh, the extent of their career and stuff you know gene vincent wasn't like a thing for real long but absolutely one of like the found foundation of like rock and roll rock true rock and roll you know gene vincent big influence on people like paul mccartney john lennon Mm. you know all that stuff Uh, again if i if i played you uh any of their songs uh gene vincent if i believe correct me if i'm wrong folks bebop lula bebop she i mean it's bebop a fucking lula <laughs> you know i mean damn uh but i think he belongs in there lloyd price again is falling into that same trope i'm not going to keep going on about is <laughs> the other ones mamas and the papas really i mean i don't know that's that's a, a big act, still very memorable. People still talk about them. Uh, you know, people, everybody knows that, you know, Mama Cass and, uh, and, uh, what's her face's, uh, dad and everything, uh, Phillips, John, John Phillips and, uh, Michelle Phillips who went on to spawn Mackenzie Phillips and the Wilson Phillips girls and all that kind of stuff. You know, who Wilson Phillips is, oh, Megan doesn't know who Wilson Phillips are really, you does
0: this surprise you, really?
1: Yeah, it kind of does because it seems like that. Even though I know you didn't listen to a lot of like radio mainstream radio stuff, you know, when you were growing up, but they did hold. Is hold on? Someday somebody's gonna make you oh, okay. turn around and say it's fucking Wilson Phillips. You know, Carney I know the Wilson. songs. I don't know. Carney Wilson went on to be like you know a big celebrity and TV star and all that. Anyway, all right, never mind. <laughs> anyway, mamas and the papas. Sorry, they belong in there. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, uh, what did I say? Rockabilly. Geno is a Yeah, exactly. I mean, Matt, ham sandwich. Dude, that's just wrong. I hope the ghost of Mama Cass comes down and kicks you in the dupa. You know, that's, that's just wrong. And you know it, <laughs> but yeah, like saying rockabilly, I mean, that's, that's a thing like rockabilly is just like we've got blues artists and Motown, Motown artists and stuff like that. Rockabilly is such a massive part of true, real rock and roll. And Gene Vincent had people like Gene Vincent, Eddie Cochran. Oh man. Like so truer rock and roll. he'd than- be
0: a rockabilly hall of fame.
1: Um, there, there probably is you probably. know but maybe but i don't know but they belong in the rock and roll hall of fame 1999 oh man we got some big names in here we got billy joel we got curtis mayfield paul mccartney Del shannon dusty springfield bruce springsteen and the staples singers and out of those i mean obviously you can't get rid of people like paul mccartney and billy joel And thank god they kept dusty springfield because i'd have to Punch a motherfucker in the throat if they got rid of <laughs> Dusty Springfield, one of the greatest, greatest female artists of all time, all time. um But anyway, uh, they got rid of Del Shannon, which man, again, they're going on that whole like, wasn't wasn't that influential for that long kind of thing, you know? Del Shannon is Runaway, mm-hmm. a run, 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 runaway, and, and he had others and stuff. He had a couple of hits, but yeah, I don't know, it's, I'm gonna just keep repeating myself, I feel like he belongs in there because he's such a, such part of that foundation, Staple Singers, yeah, I get, I get some of that, not, you know, people thinking, but again, it's that, it's that influence, especially on, um, you know, soul, blues, uh, uh, Motown, there's, there's a lot of Staple Singers influence in there and stuff, so I guess that one's debatable, but I don't have a problem with them being in there. 2000, we've got Eric Clapton, Earth, Wind and Fire, Love and Spoonful, uh, The Moon Glows, Bonnie Raitt and James Taylor, and they fucking eliminated everyone except stupid ass Eric Clapton.
0: <sighs> <sighs> you want it to be the other way around don't you? I
1: yeah well I wouldn't <laughs> eliminate Eric Clapton because Eric Clapton is, a, is an absolute legend I'm just not a fan <laughs> but you know well I couldn't say that I like some Eric Clapton stuff but not to the degree everybody goes on and on and on about just like, what? like
0: me with the Jackson 5 I had yeah. a select few
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's how I feel about Clapton, you know, Cream, Clapton, Derek and the Dominoes, good stuff. Of course, that was mostly helped by the inclusion of, uh, of, uh, you know, Almond in there and stuff, Dwayne, but... Mm -hmm. But Earthwind and Fire, come on, man! What a great group! They were around for years, and again, influential. They were a big seller. They were a big touring act. I that that's stupid. Love and Spoonful. That's another one, kind of like the Young Rascals. I feel like I feel like too many of these 60s rock groups are kind of being discredited a little bit. Like if you're not the Birds or Bob Dylan or the Stones, like you know, you weren't nothing. Love and Spoonful was huge, huge huge act man I and I don't know I just yeah John Sebastian very influential as a singer-songwriter kind of guy he he belongs in there speaking of singer-songwriters I mean James Taylor again I know that one's probably a borderline for a lot of people I I don't have a problem with him being in there Bonnie Raitt I feel like she's no pun intended underrated uh, <laughs> you know, but Bonnie Raitt, I'm I'm not like a massive Bonnie Raitt fan, um, but I do feel like again, pretty considerable sales and stuff. She's uh, still always was She's a big still well known, well known big attraction live and all that stuff. Well respected by her peers and influential you know how many female artists well all artists but i mean just saying as a female artist how many people did she influence to play and sing and do do her thing i mean she was a tough gal and she deserves to be in there uh moonglows i again it's fallen in like a lot of those other ones i i get that but you know i don't have a problem with it 2001 aerosmith solomon burke the flamingos uh michael jackson queen paul simon steely dan and Richie Valens. Again, now out of those Solomon Burke and the Flamingos, it's another one of those things where big for their time, important for their time, but that seems like that's faded in, you know, perception of like all you guys and stuff, so... (laughs) I'm tired of. I've already made my argument about it. Uh, <laughs> I love the flamingos and stuff. Even though that one, the flamingos, I think they uh, have only got eyes for. Only have eyes for you. The schwap schwap song that used oh, to okay. used to scare me when I was a little kid. I didn't like that song. <laughs> I, I like it that. now.
0: I could totally see that.
1: It was creepy sounding. It's all shwap. Schwap schwap. Yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah, that creeped me out. But I'm sorry, folks. I know they're gonna sit there and say, "Oh, well, he wasn't around that long. He fucking died in a plane crash." The arguably. The, if not one of the all-time, the most important uh, music, uh, you know, plane crashes, deaths that ever happened, you know, the day the music died. It's fucking Richie Valens. Come on. You know, oh, he only had a couple of hits. Dude, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Listen, folks, listen to me. Almost every time I play a fucking gig, not, not a metal gig, but when I'm doing the cover gigs and everything, almost every fucking time I... Play a gig. Somebody asks for Labamba, sure S- right? The- <laughs> Ask for Labamba. It's one of those songs. It is. It. It's. It's like Let It Be or oh or Let It
0: Go. Let It Go. Oh no, God, not like that. <sighs> it is today. Let It Go. <laughs>
1: yeah, you need I'm to. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, just for that alone, come on, man. It's 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 fucking. It's Richie Valens. Richie Valens was awesome, and Richie Valens could have been, you know. I don't know. They're going well. We're not basing it on. Could have been. Well, <laughs> in this fucking instance, I'm sorry. You know, you put fucking Buddy Holly in there. He died in the same plane crash, and he wasn't around a whole hell of a lot longer. Granted, he had more hits, but still, Richie Valens, big, big influence, and very important, belongs in the Rock Hall. I can't believe anybody would even question that. That's just dumb
0: i got that song stuck in everybody's head now i'm terribly sorry guys
1: are they why they're yelling at me oh (laughs) (laughs) good they should (laughs) um 2002 we've got isaac hayes brenda lee uh tom petty and the heartbreakers gene pitney uh the ramones and talking heads and surprisingly well i guess not too surprisingly because i know that petty and the ramones and talking heads are very much uh critical darlings but they eliminated the other 3 Isaac Hayes really oh, man I, again that's that's a pretty big uh, that's a pretty big name to a lot of people you ask a lot of again a lot of the african american artists for the, of the last 30 40 years or so and they're going to sit there and say Isaac Hayes is you know was the fucking man big influence big presence in their lives and in their you know household and everything i don't know that that seems pretty pretty lopsided to discredit him
0: Matt just made a good point that, um, in our last one, he celebrated because he died young, just like JFK's seen as awesome now. I was like, if he hadn't died, he just kinda got out of the music, would we still feel the same way?
1: I, no, I, when it comes to Richie Valens, I'm gonna argue that a little bit, because I think Richie Valens was, you know, there are other artists, I'm not gonna name names, there are other artists who were not celebrated, but then because they died, they became more celebrated. Mm -hmm. You know, and that I feel like I can see a little bit of an argument, you know, about that and going, well, if they hadn't died, would they have really made. But Richie Valens was already making a mark. And I mean, being being, you know, a Latino uh, rock and roll star and everything at the time. I mean, that was huge. That was so important. Like that was, you know, and at a time when, you know, let's fucking face it, man, with payola and bullshit politics and, you know, society being the way it was. You know, it was hard for any person of color that besides fucking white to be accepted, and I mean, you know, this was back in the days when uh, you had fucking goofballs. I can't even think of their names. Uh, You know, they they had these like uh, you know, white bread fucking guys singing you know tutti frutti all rudy you know because they because the radio wouldn't play the little richard version of it you know Mm. because that was too black and so on i'm sorry i i don't know Uh, to me richie valens was very influential and stuff and you know and then his legacy carried on when they came out with the movie you know in the 80s and stuff and and you know and then a whole new generation discovered him and through artists like los lobos and different people that continue to champion his influence now Richie Valens belongs there I understand your point Matt about some of that but um, <clears throat> Brenda Lee is another one of those ones I like Brenda Lee but I guess some people are gonna say she wasn't that important it's, it's a little ageism going on there Jean Pitney I really dig Gene Pitney Jean Pitney is awesome but yeah I can see how some people are gonna say that's not that big of an influence anymore that he didn't you know make that big of a mark uh, uh yeah i don't know i i've already made that argument now we're gonna get into some shit i'm really gonna get worked yeah, up here's about. where it starts <coughs> hang on at. i gotta take a, take drink. a drink you can okay. talk
0: <laughs> uh, you made me read this again i can't read where are we at 2000 oh no
1: no no this is gonna be a this nightmare if you tried to I should just have you read. You're gonna make <laughs> me pass out from laughing. I should just have you read them all because it's Actic she means ACDC. I'm reading the rest of them. Just, just give it up. Just right, give fine, it up. Aren't you, the you one heard? that had LASIK surgery on your eyes? Yeah, I,
0: clearly that's not. I'm, I'm supposed to be wearing so glasses
1: and I can still read it, but I also kind of know what it says already. Anyway, uh, 2003 yeah, yeah, we have you made this. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> 2003 we have ACDC, The Clash, Elvis Costello and the Attractions, The Police and the Righteous Brothers um all five of those are absolutely fucking phenomenal phenomenal and important <laughs> and they eliminated the righteous brothers give me a fucking break <laughs> give me a fucking break and the best part about it i don't have this part of the article I, yeah i don't think you can see it from uh from there no you can't um the best part is in the article, when they were talking about the the Righteous Brothers, they said something to the effect of like, come on, let's face it. Most people only know one song of theirs.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no.
1: Come on, man. You know, dude. I mean, yeah, you've lost that love and feeling. Yeah, that's obviously, I mean, that's a monumental hit, you know. Um, but Unchained Melody and there, there's a bunch of others. That, and again, another ones that were so so influential and so respected by other peers uh, come on the righteous not eliminating the righteous brothers <laughs> you're just reaching now you're just reaching because you they knew out really, of that yeah. list you couldn't get rid of any of the el- you know any of the other ones and stuff you know cuz th- you can't get rid of the police and Elvis Costello and the clash and AC/DC you know you get rid of AC/DC some motherfucker's going to riot man you don't fuck with AC/DC <laughs> This one, oh my God. So wow. <clears throat> here we this go. It's not going to be pretty. Ah, I'm cracking my knuckles here. Let's get, so 2004, we have Jackson Brown. Uh, oh God, I can't even read that.
0: Oh, see, see, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> well, I thought, it, I,
1: I was like, wait a minute, I, I could go either way. The Dells. Um, yep. George Harrison, Prince, Bob Seger, Traffic, and ZZ Top.
0: Yep, this is where they lost me.
1: And they eliminated all of them except Prince. Now, granted, Prince... Prince needs to be in there. I mean, it's Prince, you know. (laughs) I mean... I mean... Okay, let's just just address the fucking 800-pound fucking, you know, elephant in this one. You're going to eliminate George Harrison. (laughs) And their argument was, well, George is a solo artist, only really had one landmark album. Okay, well... A, that's not true I mean he had other very very successful albums but he only had one that was like a behemoth and that was all things must pass I mean that's still you know that's regarded as one of the greatest albums of all time which you would think shouldn't that at least be enough the fact that he was that and you know coming out of the Beatles even I don't care if he was already you know uh, inducted as part of the Beatles I'm sorry George Harrison for all the stuff he did the fact that he brought uh you know he brought the the benefit into in music you know and and all that stuff what what he did with his music to actually help the world you know not to mention uh, that he had numerous hits and stuff over the years i and again influence not only as part of the beatles but as a solo artist and stuff I, you know, I'm, Come on, man, that's that's just reaching the dolls. OK, That falls in that same category as a bunch of these other ones. Jackson Brown, man, I, I don't know, dude. Jackson Brown is huge. One of the most one of the most important and popular and influential singer songwriters of, you know, my generation and, and before my, you know, I mean, come on, Jackson Brown. That's that's a stretch as well. Bob Seeger? Dude. <laughs> Bob Seeger, have you seen Bob Seeger's Greatest Hits? Have you looked at the fucking track listing on Bob Seeger's Greatest Hits? You can get it at Walmart for nineteen ninety nine on colored vinyl. Did right? You did, didn't you? Fuck yeah, I did. Of course I did. It's fucking Bob Seeger. Everybody that knows me knows how I feel about Bob Seeger. I'll sing some Bob Seger, man. Um, you
0: also sing some ZZ Top.
1: And some ZZ Top. And in traffic, I,
0: the,
1: that's just, I'm running out of, of fucking expletives to, to throw out there about this. That's just stupid. It's sacrilegious. It whole is. List. I mean, Traffic, uh, okay, I guess they're going to sit there and say that it was a little more of a limited thing. You know, Steve Winwood's band in the early 70s and stuff like that. Um, but again, I don't know, Traffic was pretty fucking big um, and influential. It sold a lot of records in their day. Again, Bob Seger, it's, it's Bob Seger. I mean, Bob Seger just did his Farewell Tour thing or whatever, and he sold out, like, All-State Arena, like multiple times. That's what I think they
0: need to take into account, the concerts and how big venues they sell out.
1: And staying power and stuff. You know, I mean, Bob Seger has been around since Ramblin' Gamblin' Man back in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, was that 1970s, something like that? And then all his hits, that's just just stupid to discount him. ZZ Top. (laughs) 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 I mean come on man you're gonna put the ramones in there but you're not gonna put and and i'm not saying that is negative because anybody i I am a massive ramones fan one of the most biggest influences of my life but zz top dude zz top i mean what are these people that just think they only had those couple of 80s hits are are you kidding (laughs) me People, I mean, as a guy who works in the industry and stuff like that and deals with guitar gear and things like that regularly, let me tell you, not a day goes by, not a day goes by that I don't see somebody talking about Billy Gibbons and his guitar sound and his playing and his influence and people looking for that. And I'm sorry, that has to take account into it. And it did when they put him in there in the fucking first place and these nitwits taking him out of there. It's fucking dumb oh my god all right sorry i know i've been going on and on forever this is already almost an hour so i'm gonna start going quicker through this uh 2005 buddy guy the ojs um the pretenders percy sledge and you too and see this is where i start having an issue because i start seeing them do things like they're going to keep the the What I called like the Rolling Stone magazine favorites, darlings like U2 and The Pretenders and Prince and The Clash and Elvis Costello and all that. I I like all them, too. But then we're going to start discrediting things like the OJs. Ridiculous. Buddy Guy, again, and they're going (laughs) to say, well, he's blues. He's not rock and roll. He's fucking Buddy Guy. I mean... There are still guitar players, young guitar players, you know, go ask people like Jared James Nichols and different, you know, Joe Bonamassa and all these other people that are tons of them out in, you know, that are in rock and roll right now. Again, Black Keys, Jack White, you know, all these different people, like ask them if Buddy Guy deserves to be in there, you know, fucking come on, man, you know, just because he's not a billboard charting guy, you know, whatever. And Percy Sledge, man, when a man loves a woman, that's that song alone He just deserves to be in there sorry so (laughs) all right moving moving right along yeah you know i'm singing i'm singing muppet songs let it. i'm gonna try and get us back up on the screen get back it up back it up
0: do you want to read the names while you're doing it
1: (laughs) no no. are you sure no i think i think we're good all right so 2006 we have we start getting into a lot of my stuff Uh, my i guess well, it's all my stuff, but <laughs> we have Black Sabbath, Blondie, Miles Davis, Leonard Skinnerd, and the Sex Pistols. And surprisingly, I think in one of the first years since the early, early years, they did not eliminate any of them. And that's see, that's what I'm talking about. Some of these other ones that they're gonna they're gonna discredit, but then they're gonna leave like Miles Davis in there, which I have no problem with. But Miles Davis is another one. It's not 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 rock and roll you know he was jazz he was fusion he was you know but but i get it very influential you know sold a lot of records you know uh but i think if he belongs in there so do a lot of these other ones so but i'm glad they didn't eliminate any of those because they belong in there 2007 uh we have grandmaster flash and the furious five rem um Oh, the Ronettes. Oh, speaking of, we just we just lost uh, Ronnie Spector, just the other day. Actually, mm-hmm. she just passed away. Sorry to bring bring it down, <laughs> but Ronnie Spector was awesome. Thankfully, they kept her in there. Patty Smith, <laughs> and Van Halen, and out of that bunch, they got rid of Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Now, when that first was uh, brought up, it was controversial because there was a lot of people who felt that rap artists did not belong in the rock and roll hall of fame and i just i'm sorry i disagree i do i think that i don't think they all do just like not necessarily all rock and pop and blues and you mm-hmm. know jazz and funk people belong in there too but i do think some of them and grandmaster flash and the furious five were you know again part of the nucleus of that of that movement and not the rap group nucleus who did jam on it but they belong in there, too, as far as I'm concerned, even though they had one hit. But anyway, Grandmaster <laughs> Flash and the Furious Five, I, I don't agree. I think they belong in there. I know, but that's one that a lot of people are going to say they don't belong in there. Well, whatever. They made it in anyway. Um, Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Oh, boy. This next one. Holy fuck. 2008. We have the Dave Clark Five, Leonard Cohen. We have Madonna, John Mellencamp, mm-hmm. and The Ventures.
0: Oh, no. oh no and
1: they they eliminated everybody except leonard cohen i dig leonard cohen but you know okay and madonna that she stayed in there they eliminated the dave clark five (laughs) again it's the dave clark five it's one of those ones that again people are gonna be like oh i'm not familiar with them yeah you are (laughs) yeah yeah you really fucking are. You just don't even. They big, 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 big band. There was a time. I mean, it may have been brief. may have only been a year, year and a half, something like that. But there there was a time where there was a lot of people who thought the Dave Clark Five back in the 60s. You know, people always think of the Beatles and the Stones. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that was some, that was that was a little fabricated, I think. And that sort of came later. I think. The fucking Dave Clark, the Dave Clark five were looked at as being like the Beatles or the Dave Clark five. Like Dave Clark five were a massive, massive pop rock group. Massive. And I can't list all the songs now, but you, again, if I start listing songs, you get any way you want, any way you want it. You can always hear me say, hey, hey, hey. And I, if I list them, you're going to know them. Okay. And most people out there. Dave Clark 5 absolutely belongs in there. Again, I feel like this has this weird stilt against a lot of the 60s rock groups. It's it's real weird. Um John Mellencamp? Are you kidding, man? Mm-hmm. John Mellencamp? He's huge. He's fucking huge. He's still huge. If John Mellencamp went on tour right now, he'd fucking sell out all State Arena. <laughs> he'd sell out United Center easily with really expensive tickets. No problem. Not just cuz it's Indiana well it's close to Indiana and Chicago yeah um no he's huge he's an international star i mean he's a very much an, Amer- an americana star you know what i mean he's you know he's really big here uh, but i'm sorry big concert attraction big hits lots of sales incredible songwriter one of the, i think he's a great songwriter i'm 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 biased i guess i'm a big fan but even so i don't see how you could take him out and the ventures now you're fucking with me because the Ventures are absolutely, hands down, one of the biggest, most influential guitar groups of all time. There are so many of the guitar players out there in the world that you love, from Eddie Van Halen to God, I, I, I any of them, and from Eddie Van Halen to Randy Rhodes to fucking ZZ Top to Joe Bonamassa and on. Those guys wouldn't have been playing guitar or be what they were that have that kind of guitar playing if it wasn't for the ventures. Now, granted, the problem with the ventures was a lot of what they did was they were doing their interpretations of other material. So if you're docking points based on a lack of songwriting, you know, like of the doing originals. their own stuff, doing originals, I guess that kind of counts in there, but I feel like the ventures influence on guitar, I mean, I mean, and it's, I'm sorry, people go, well, it's just guitar. It's fucking rock and roll. The goddamn logo of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a guitar. So, yeah. So how about them apples? (laughs) They belong in there. 2009, we have Jeff Beck. (laughs) Oh, here's where, here's where if Colin's still in there, here's where Jeff, where Colin's going to start having a fucking fit. Jeff Beck, Little Anthony and the Imperials, Metallica, Run DMC, and Bobby Womack. Okay, they eliminated Bobby Womack I uh, don't you know okay it's falling into the same tropes as earlier with a lot of stuff I right I get it. I'm, I can go either way on that. They kept run DMC, which I mean again I'm fine with but compared to what they're letting go of uh, they kept Metallica they let, they got rid of little Anthony and the Imperials. Again, we're getting into ageism with stuff.
0: Colin's
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> and Colin has spoken up in the chat because he said, I'll kill a motherfucker for Jeff Beck because they eliminated Jeff Beck. Yeah. That's just dumb. That's just it's it's Jeff Beck. It's one of the biggest, most important rock guitar players of all time, of all time. I mean, it's Jeff Beck. I I, I don't even, you know, I, I don't even know what to say about that. It's fucking <laughs> Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck is influ- again again sp- especially I was talking about the ventures you know you want to go oh, Jeff Beck wasn't that important okay no Jeff Beck there's no Eddie Van Halen none there is no Eddie Van Halen without Jeff Beck you know there's <laughs> there's no job Joe Bonamassa you know without Jeff Beck there's no uh, there's no tons of fucking people none gone they're just gone you know without fucking Jeff Beck so jeff beck belongs there he may not have had as a solo artist he may not have been like a super high charting guy all the time Mm -hmm. but i feel like this is definitely one of those instances where the influence and all that really uh overdoes that you know overtakes that so that's just fucking incredible jeff beck come on man Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, yeah, Tammy says Jeff Beck exactly see how fucking stupid. This is this just gets dumber and dumber yeah, yeah, as, as we it goes Keep
0: going. It's gonna get worse.
1: Okay. We're into the 2010s. So we're winding down folks. All right <clears throat> 2010 we have ABBA we have Genesis, right? Okay. Yeah, Genesis Jimmy Cliff the Hollies and the Stooges all yeah, all pretty important the ones they got rid of out of there was Jimmy Cliff Again, we're, you know, they're going to say he's too specialized of an artist and whatnot. I, I, I get it. I guess he's kind of teetering, but I I don't have a problem with him being in there. The Hollies, man. Again, we're again with the 60s groups, man. They just really <laughs>
0: They do not like the 60s. They
1: just discredit these 60s groups too much. The Hollies are massive influence, big time sellers, big 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 act. And, you know, and Graham Nash came from came from the Hollies and uh, I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. 2011. <coughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, now they're just poking me. Okay. <laughs> 2011. And I'm just going to give you for everybody that if you're listening to this later and you're not looking at it, I'm just going to give you a spoiler here. They eliminate everybody except one person. Uh, We have Alice Cooper, Neil Diamond, Dr. John, uh, Darlene Love and Tom Waits. And in true critic fashion, the only one they kept was Tom Waits, (laughs) who, again, you know. I, I I like Tom Waits, man. Tom Waits is super fucking cool, you know. But you're gonna you're gonna tell me Tom Waits del- deserves to be there more than Alice Cooper or Neil Diamond? I mean, wow, come on, that's just you know, give me a break, man. <laughs> Doctor John was a big artist. I I'm fine with Doctor John being in there, I, but I can understand again the reason on that. Darlene Love is falling into that same category with a lot of the other ones. Alice Cooper, that's the one where I'm gonna punch somebody in the throat for that one come on man alice cooper again not a critical darling by any stretch just like some of the other bands but alice cooper is one of the biggest 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 rock stars one of the most you know influential stars of all time plus he sells big he still still sells big Mm -hmm. still packing arenas come on man give me a break
0: and they'll dive in that one
1: and Neil Diamond, Come yeah. On. I feel like Neil Diamond doesn't get props. He gets he doesn't get respect. you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, I think look at him almost like in a jokey sort of way. And i, I they're wrong. He wrote for one thing, he wrote a lot of other people's music, too, that were that were big, substantial hits. and you know he was big himself. He still is. Yeah, there's 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 again some ageism and bias going on there. 2012, we have uh, what are what are people saying in there? Neil Diamond's son King is pretty big as well. King, oh funny, ha ha, <laughs> King Diamond. Wow. Yeah, I agree that Neil Diamond shocks me. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mike, you were right. It, 2011 was an ugly one, man. Uh Joe says he hopes Alex Lifeson sees this article and punches the writer in the groin. <laughs> you know what? If you get Alex Lifeson drunk enough, he'll do it. He too. might do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so 2012, we have the Beastie Boys, Donovan. Guns N' Roses, Laura Nero, um, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and The Small Faces slash Faces. Okay. So again, this is one where I feel like, A, we're getting into that anti-60s group importance thing, and we're getting into things that I start noticing now where we start, I feel like, getting a little bit too America-centric, which... I guess I get because they're saying this is the Rock and Roll of Fame. It's in America, blah, blah, blah. But I don't look at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like it should be limited to just the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like international has to factor in. Um, the Small Faces, um, who later became the Faces and stuff. And, like, people just don't even understand how huge of an influence that group was and is. They're still... A lot of these like gritty, you know, young, you get these kind of new wave of rock rock and roll bands that come out nowadays and stuff that you know, even bands, I know people are going to groan because we know what their main influence is, but even bands like you know Greta van Fleet, you know, and and other ones, I mean, the, so many bands are going to acknowledge uh, Steve Marriott in the faces. Now, the problem is they were never necessarily as as big here in the United States as they were overseas and in the rest of the world. but even so. Yeah, I feel like that's just a naive one. That's a really, really naive one on the part of the people that, that did this. I don't, I don't agree with the small faces being eliminated. Laura Nero, yeah, you know, she, okay. She was important in her own way, but I, I, I again, going by this, if somebody's got to go, I can see that. Donovan? Man, Donovan was a big deal. And, you know, people still know a lot of Donovan's songs and stuff. Mellow Yellow? I mean, they made a goddamn soda out of it, (laughs) you know, um, but uh, you know, sunshine, Superman, all that. again, he was super important. I guess his, his importance was limited because once we got into the seventies and stuff, he wasn't as big of a deal anymore for the most part. But I just, I don't know. I feel like he belongs in there. Like a lot of the other older artists I wouldn't get rid of. Red of Donovan or small faces Laura. Yeah, she's yeah, maybe either way Here's where it gets real ugly in this next one 2013. We have rush Hart, Randy Newman public enemy Donna summer and Albert King and I feel like in this one. It's like, okay Are you like punking me? <laughs> are
0: you, are you so punking me? With me now because yeah
1: Because out of these six you kept Donna summer, which I'm fine with Donna summer was amazing. Um, Public Enemy, which, yeah, I'm fine with that because Public Enemy, as far as, again as far as rap you know goes and all that stuff, massive, massive influence and all that stuff. Um, Randy Newman, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, okay, I, I I don't dislike Randy Newman, but I wouldn't exactly look at it and go, yeah, Randy Newman. There's a guy who belongs in there more than you know. Neil Diamond and Alice Cooper and Rush and Hart and the Dave Clark Drive, <laughs> Randy Newman, you know. <sighs> I guess if you really like Pixar films, you know, <laughs> you know maybe. But so they eliminated Rush. Go fucking figure. Of course, these fucks that would eliminate Rush. They eliminated Hart and they eliminated Albert King. Albert King, again, another one of these ones just like, I mean, I guess if they're going to eliminate Jeff Beck, they may as well eliminate Albert King, right? <laughs> stupid. Heart are are you kidding me? Really? Heart, I can't turn around without hearing a fucking heart song. I can't I I play in bands that don't even have female vocalists in it and every other fucking don't show somebody comes up and asks me to play a fucking heart song. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, if you think I could sing Ann Wilson, man, you know, thanks for the for the fucking compliment because very few people in the world can sing like ann wilson heart to me was in so many respects they were they were sort of the female led zeppelin and they kind of wanted to be the female led zeppelin i mean they they wouldn't be offended by that but i mean that's kind of limiting to them heart come on everybody knows heart belongs in there for a multitude of reasons and rush (laughs) well you know again critics have always despised rush uh you know Apparently, a lot of women have always despised
0: Rush. Say, maybe a woman wrote this article.
1: I was just going to say, because it's the oldest joke. Even the band themselves joke mm-hmm. about it and everything, which I, you know. Um, you know, but Rush is one of the greatest bands of all time. All you time. It. there. All time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, people be like, well, you know, blah, 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 this and that. The one where
0: you have to do the drum solo? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I have a thing where um, anytime subdivisions comes on, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I could be driving in heavy traffic. I'm sorry. I know this is really bad of me. But if subdivisions comes on, I'm playing along with the drums and the entire time. I know I don't play drums. He's in I, the middle of a
0: snowstorm, driving out the veto. like, What are you <laughs> doing, you psycho? Put your hands on the wheel.
1: I'm like, but this is the best part when he does the when he does the two when he does the over da, 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 da and he's doing the over over under snare and hi hat thing. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Sorry, but you know, people want to argue with me, like, well, I don't know about Russian there. I got two words for you. Neil Peart. End. End of argument.
0: I thought it was gonna be fuck you.
1: And well, yeah. <laughs> Neil Peart's up there is looking at you, laughing, They're looking at people laughing, going, Yeah, fuck you. Neil Peart. <laughs> End of end of discussion. Well, I don't think Rush is like, oh, the vocals, and the, maybe they didn't have as many... Neil Peart, done. Just just done. And any drummer worth their fucking salt is going to sit there and applaud me right now. Anyway, uh, 2014, Peter Gabriel, Daryl Hall and John Oates, Kiss, Nirvana, Linda Ronstadt, and Cat Stevens. And the only ones... I,
0: I'm going to go over here and sit down <laughs> for a while.
1: And the only ones they kept was Peter Gabriel and Nirvana. Now,
0: Thank God they kept Peter Gabriel.
1: Yeah, because I'm a massive Peter Gabriel fan, especially Peter Gabriel Genesis, but his solo stuff too. Peter Gabriel absolutely deserves to be in there. Absolute innovator in so many ways. Music, image, video, everything Just belongs in there. <clears throat> they eliminated Daryl Hall and John Oates.
0: <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? i mean
1: one of the greatest vocal duos of all time they gotta have like
0: the most hits out of anybody
1: they've got so many hits so many records sold uh we just went and saw them live and they sold out the fucking place during a pandemic (laughs) you know they're influential i mean come on that's again this is like one of those punk things where they're like are they punking me you're just you're just trying to punk me with this stuff like Daryl Hall and let to eliminate. I know everybody's waiting for me to go on a rant. And, you know, of course, they eliminated Kiss. Go fucking figure. They eliminated Kiss. Critics and people who make lists and greatest of all times list. They always eliminate Kiss. <laughs> they sit there and say, well, they can't play and that their songs are trite and immature and you know, their image is stupid and it's kitty stuff and blah, blah, blah.
0: But their shows are fun.
1: Well, here's the thing. Even if all of those things were somewhat true, the same can be said for so many of the people that they also included in this list. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I mean, did Madonna, you know, Madonna <laughs> doesn't have goofy image stuff that she's done over, you know, she hasn't all been all that silly ass images and go- goofy sex, sexy songs and all, you know, I, I mean, and I love Madonna, don't get me wrong, I'm not bagging on Madonna, but, you know, the, it doesn't surprise me that they're not, you know. That they're not included. What are you laughing at? You're
0: asking, are you medicated? You're being really calm about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to it. I mean, I've been a Kiss fan since literally no exaggeration. anybody knows me knows this is true. I've been a Kiss fan since I was three years old. So far back that I can barely remember the first time I heard Kiss. Though I, I think I remember the first time. But um, I'm just used to it. I, I mean, I, you know, it was. I mean, they. They were trying people were trying to get kiss into the rock hall for years and the rock hall was avoiding it and avoiding it. And then they finally relented and, you know, got them in there and stuff. And it doesn't fucking surprise me that they would say, you know, but you're talking about I mean, again, you're talking about a band that still sells out arenas. They're still constantly in the news there. Everybody knows them. They, they've influenced everybody from Garth Brooks <laughs> to death metal bands. You know, I mean, Garth Brooks is a huge Kiss fan, huge Kiss fan. Did a great cover of Hard Look Woman, actually, mm-hmm. by the way. But, um, you know, a lot of country artists and stuff. I mean, they're, you know, rock artists, pop artists, rap artists. I mean, you know, to sit there and say Kiss doesn't belong in there, that's just, come on, man. You're just taking a cheap shot. Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> Again, it's another one of those things where I think it's some naivete there about people not understanding the importance of Linda Ronstadt and, uh, you know, what she meant to the scene and stuff. Uh, you know, some people are going to argue, well, that's not enough. I, I To me, it is. Linda Ronstadt belongs in there. I mean, if it wasn't for Linda Ronstadt, we wouldn't have the Eagles, you know, because that's that's where those guys got their start was backing her up. Don Henley and Glenn Frey and Yeah. Mm-hmm. so. Anyway, Cat Stevens. Um, yeah, I, I guess to some people they're gonna say, uh, you know, he doesn't really belong in there. I, I, I think he does. I know he's a little bit of a controversial figure because of his, his, um, religious and political stance on things and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. You know, not that notwithstanding, I think Cat Stevens is amazing. I, I think he belongs in there. 2015, we have Green Day, the Paul, Be- Paul Butterfield Blues Band, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Lou Reed, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble and Bill Withers. They eliminated everybody except Green Day. <laughs> Green Day and Lou Reed. Now, look, I'm going to make no bones about the fact that I'm I'm not a huge Green Day fan. I like some of their stuff. Um, but they're the band that I feel like if anybody wasn't going to be included on the list, it, it should be them. I feel like green day. Well, no, I guess not. I guess at this point, I don't know, back in 2015. Now, I guess I feel like green day have kind of matured to the point where they would belong on the list. So I guess I don't really have a problem with, with green day being on there. Lou Reed. I mean, it's fucking Lou Reed, you know, if you like Lou Reed, um, Lou, if Lou's, you know, if David's Bowie's being Lou, Lou's being Bowie, Lou's still being Lou. <laughs> if you like Lou, <laughs> anybody know what movie that's from? Mm-mm. <laughs> um, But anyway, I get that. But Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, really? I mean, I I don't know that that I she belongs in there. Joan Jett is
0: mm-hmm.
1: fucking Absolutely. heart and soul of rock and roll, right there. I mean, and again, I know she's. Another one that's notorious for not doing a lot of her own songwriting and stuff, but neither is Madonna. Right. So, you know, oh, same with a lot of these others. So, yeah. Um, Paul Butterfield Blues Band. That's another one of those ones from the 60s and so on where people are going to say, oh, I never even heard of them. Just extremely influential. I think they deserve to be in there on influence alone. Stevie Ray Vaughan in Double Trouble. <laughs> okay. You know, again, it's getting into that territory like Jeff Beck and all that kind of stuff. Stevie Ray Vaughan is 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 hands down one of the most legendary, most influential, most important guitar players to ever come along again every day when I do my job. I see people talking about asking how to get that sound and how to play like him and, and every cover band you go to see plays at least you know I actually I don't do any I have in the past though I currently don't do any Stevie Stevie Ray but um most of my stuff's acoustic anyway but uh but you know I yeah that's that's just ridiculous to, to not include Stevie Ray Vaughn that's that's just being silly Bill Withers I, Bill withers is, was was great um again I guess I kind of get it he's another one of those more fringy uh, artists that they're gonna say wasn't wasn't important enough or something I don't know mm-hmm. but all right wrapping it up we're getting down to the final stretch here everybody so we are at what is it 2016 okay So in 2016, we have, oh, oh my God. Wow. Oh boy. Okay. So everybody was like, wow, Larry's being really calm about the kiss thing and everything. All right. Well, here's where Larry blows his fucking stack. (laughs) 2016, we have Cheap Trick, Chicago, (laughs) Deep Purple, Steve Miller, and N.W.A., they eliminated all of them except Deep Purple. Now thank goodness for them they didn't eliminate <laughs> Deep Purple because I'm 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 a, um, a really 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 big Deep Purple fan, really 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 big. Love Deep Purple with all my heart. But arguably, I know, not even arguably, I can say it with confidence, I love Cheap Trick even more. Even more. Cheap Trick's I don't know, probably top five favorite bands of all time. I've seen Cheap Trick live, what, something like 40 times, at least. Cheap Trick was the first band I ever saw live back in 1978 when I was five, opening for Sean Anna. Saw him at Chicago Fest in 81. I saw all that shit. Um, Cheap Trick is one of the greatest rock and roll bands to ever exist, ever, ever exist, and have influenced so many fucking artists. Cheap Trick live at Budokan. All you got to do is say fucking Budokan. People know what that means. Fucking Budokan. I want you to want me. Have you forgotten the majesty of Robin Zander? I want you <laughs> to want me. The dream police. da 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 Your mama's all right. Your daddy's all right. I'm doing my Demone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It made it into Fast Times at Ridgemont High in that fucking regard. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, without cheap trick... There wouldn't be there wouldn't be a Motley Crue or any of those hair bands. I mean, they fucking stole everything from Cheap Trick. You know, um, come on, Smashing Pumpkins and stuff. Oh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins opened for fucking Cheap Trick after Smashing Pumpkins were big. All right, <laughs> I was there, Metro ninety eight. Thanks, Joe Riga. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, come on, and the band Chicago, Chicago, dude. It's Chicago. It's, again, another one of the biggest acts of all time. And, and, I I mean, there's nothing you could tell me, you know, other than they're not critical darlings. They've never been critical darlings. Um, big selling, big influence. I mean, Jesus, there's a band from Russia now that's touring the world just playing Chicago songs. And they do it very, very well, actually, I might add. um, They're, they're really great. I know Mike Rees, I don't know if he's still around. He probably went to bed. But, no, that was Mike. Um. But yeah, he, he's going to get it. Two words. Terry Kath. Yeah. Much like the, the Neil Peart thing. Terry Kath. Uh, absolute legend. Legend player, songwriter, personality. Just come on, man. Mm-hmm. Steve Miller. Uh, funnily enough, they, the, Steve Miller was the one who came out after at the Rock Hall induction and just tore the fucking Rock Hall a new asshole. He just tore it a new ass really and was just like this is all bullshit <laughs> steve miller is a famous curmudgeon and everything and i'm sure they factored that into it like he doesn't even want to be there well but he, lo- he belongs there steve miller's is pretty big nwa i'm honestly I, i'm not a fan you know public enemy i dig stuff like that NWA it's just not my thing, you know, I, I, I that came on later and but I respect it I understand why it's in there. I totally get why it's in there. I think it belongs in there 2017 oh my god, okay 2017 electric light orchestra John Baez journey uh-huh. Pearl Jam Tupac Shakur and yes and they eliminated everybody but Tupac and Pearl Jam oh boy <sighs> yeah now Tupac I Tupac had some good stuff I don't have anything against Tupac I get why he's in there he's yeah, yeah. I, I get why he's in there he might be a little bit of a case kind of like what Matt was saying earlier about had he not died the way he did and everything but I don't know Tupac Tupac is pretty influential and I think he deserves it in there Pearl Jam now granted I'm not the biggest Pearl Jam fan in the fucking world most people know that I don't hate him or anything but Uh, My enjoyment of Pearl Jam is very limited. But to say Pearl Jam belongs in there, but ELO and Journey and Yes don't belong in there. Go suck a fucking donkey's asshole. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Well, of course, because Journey and Yes were never critical favorites. Mm. They were always criticized and, you know... But you're talking about two of the biggest, again, big influence, most influential bands. I mean, yes, my God. And that's, you know, and yes is a big, big favorite of mine. Big favorite of mine. I've seen them many times over the years and, you know, big influence on me since I was a kid. Journey? (laughs) Okay. You know, well, my favorite (laughs) guitar player, my two favorite guitar players in the world are, if I had to pick, are Brian May from Queen and Neil Sean from Journey. So, you know, I'm going to say Journey belongs in there. And it's fucking Journey. Come on. Again, another band that I can't play a fucking gig without somebody saying, play Journey. Mm-hmm. And I kill myself singing it, believe me. Um, but Joan Baez, fuck, hugely influential artist and important. Again, you know, rock and roll? No, she's not what I would call rock and roll. But I get the importance of her influence and everything, you know, she belongs in there. Electric Light Orchestra, man, come on. They, Everything from their hits to influence, not only just influence on artists, but influence on production. A lot of like modern production and stuff we got came from that sound of Electric Light Orchestra. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's oh, I didn't say a Oh, okay. <laughs> 2018, oh, we've got another bloodbath in 2018. We've got Bon Jovi, the Moody Blues, the Cars, Dire Straits and Nina Simone and the they only kept
0: Nina Simone the
1: only what? one they kept was Nina Simone which you know Nina Simone's great but really like out of that batch you're going oh no the only one who deserves to stick around is Nina Simone really Bon Jovi you know I know I, it's, they're they're another one of those acts that people love or hate and stuff like that but big 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 band man I mean you know they're legendary now. They are, you know, uh, the Moody Blues, <laughs> another legendary band. It's it's this fucking prejudice against the fucking sixties <laughs> bands. I don't get it. The Cars, another another big influential band. Big hits, great, great, great band. Benjamin, or it was more talented than fucking seventy percent of the people on this fucking list. Oof. And Dire Straits, I mean, you know, okay, I, I don't know. I feel like, again, that might be a little bit of ageism and regionality going on there because mm-hmm. Dire Straits are sort of known for just like a couple of hits here in the United States, whereas I feel like on a more global scale, their influence and Mark Knopfler's influence is much bigger than people are giving it credit for. 2019, Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks. Janet Jackson, Radiohead, Roxy Music, The Cure, and The Zombies. This one is, this is really interesting, because they kept Janet Jackson, you know, which, okay, I Mm -hmm. guess. They kept Radiohead, well, of course they did. I love Radiohead, but, you know, talk about Critical Darlings. Roxy Music, which I'm actually kind of surprised they kept Roxy Music, because, again, another artist that wasn't that big in America, um but big worldwide and i fucking love roxy music real big into them the cure i mean thank god they didn't eliminate them (laughs) it's the fucking cure i mean but they eliminated the zombies which man they again 60s bands they're just not giving enough credit to these fucking 60s bands for their importance i mean the zombies have influenced
0: was the Burlington still even around the Magazine, yeah, Rolling in the Stone, 60s. I'm, yeah. I'm beginning to wonder. Since that was Stone, such a huge Rolling
1: Stone was around and started in 67. You know, okay, Jan Wenner started in 67. Um, but it, but again, Rolling Stone is always Rolling Stone, especially, has always been super particular and, and biased and opinionated about stuff. And so, I mean, and I know Rolling Stone wasn't the whole I know, but of was a but big I know, but it was of a it big it. part of it. And stuff. The zombies, come on, man. The, the the massive band. I mean, even bands today, I mean, even bands like Opeth even sit there and say, Oh, the zombies are a big influence. Come on, man. <laughs> Stevie nicks you know, I get that people are gonna say, Well, she's already in there from Fleetwood Mac. Stevie nicks is a fucking icon and a legend. Get out of here with that. And Def Leppard, uh, Again, I feel like they're getting—they're falling in that same thing that people are doing with Bon Jovi and this stuff, where they're—they're they're discounting them, like oh, it was a hair band, blah blah blah. Def Leppard's a big, is, was and will continue to be a big band. I still meet mm-hmm. like younger people that are like, oh, Def Leppard, like they—they they don't give them enough credit. Def Leppard belongs in there. All right, 2020, we have Depeche Mode. The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, The the Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex. Oh, no. (laughs) So they eliminated, um, for the record, I think all of them belong in there uh, for different reasons. They eliminated the Doobie Brothers. Get That's just dumb. You know, again, because they were another band that weren't really critical darlings and then they got associated with Yacht Rock later in Mm -hmm. in life and I feel like they don't get taken seriously enough. But man, Doobies, big influence, amazing musicians, lots of sales. I don't see why they don't belong in there. Notorious B.I.G. The only thing I could say is again, going back to what Matt and people were saying earlier about whether or not, um, you know, whether or not how much of his legend is due to the, again, the way he died and all that kind of stuff. I don't know that it matters. It's B.I.G. It's Biggie, man. I mean, again, has in the last 20 years influenced how many people in so many ways. He's an icon. I'm sorry. He belongs in the rock hall. And T-Rex. Now here's another instance of people sitting there going, well, people only know one song of theirs, you know, get it on, bang a gong. It's like, (laughs) well, that's the United States, you know, um, <clears throat> T-Rex are, whether people realize this, a lot of you, you guys may not even realize it. T-Rex are one of the biggest bands of all time. They changed music in so many respects. I mean, if it wasn't for T-Rex, we wouldn't have had, I mean, even though we already existed, these artists already existed, they wouldn't have become what they were if it wouldn't have been for T-Rex paving the way and influencing them and helping them and all this stuff. We wouldn't have Elton John. We wouldn't have David Bowie. We wouldn't have Kiss. We wouldn't have uh, 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 numerous umpteen artists if it wasn't for T Rex. I mean, T Rex, T Rex, and the rest of the world was a phenomenon, an absolute like Beatles, like phenomenon. maybe not quite like that, do, but do,
0: do,
1: do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do <laughs> do 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 do. The Muppets always come back into it. <laughs> T Rex was a phenomenon, and I get that in the United States maybe it was a little more limited and stuff, but. No, T-Rex is huge, huge. And I'm a big T-Rex fan. Um, also Tyrannosaurus Rex before they became T-Rex. They actually did that. They changed it because that's a long thing to call yourself Tyrannosaurus Rex. So mm-hmm. they changed it. You know how to spell T-Rex. it. Yeah, exactly. And then finally, we have 2021, the, the most recent ones available at the time of this article, where they had Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Jay-Z, Carol King, Todd Rundgren, and Tina Turner. That's interesting. Okay, so first of all, we were talking earlier. Oh,
0: Tina's in there.
1: So they decided to add Tina on her own and not... That's... I guess technically that makes sense. <laughs> I guess they... I don't know. That's that's weird. And they didn't eliminate Tina Turner. Out of this batch, they eliminated Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Carol King, and Todd Rundgren. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, this is <laughs> another one where I feel like it's lack of knowledge and naivete um the only ones they kept were (laughs) (laughs) jay-z okay and tina turner i'm i'm not a big jay-z fan i understand this is where generation thing and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna get ageist on you because i i you know i don't relate to jay-z's music and stuff i it's some of it's cool but i mean like i but i acknowledge that that influence and his importance is there it's just not I'm not that familiar with it, but I'm not going to say Jay Z doesn't belong in there. I totally get why he's in there, but you're going to keep Carol, you're going to keep Jay Z, and you're going to get rid of Carol King. Carol King, for those that don't know, is one of the hands down most important female artists of all time, and has even though if they're going to try and do like they did with George Harrison, go well there's only one big album, but carol king tapestry (laughs) like folks carol king tapestry is one of the most successful most influence or most influential most important albums of the modern of you know of all time i mean carol king tapestry is one of the biggest albums of all time all time carol king is influenced Everyone, everyone. I mean, still, you you can turn on XRT uh, WXRT, a radio station here in Chicago. You could turn on XRT and hear an interview with some new young artist that's 23 years old or something. You know, some female or male. It could be both, but uh, you'll hear them and they'll sit there and say, "Oh, Carol King was a big influence. Carol King's amazing. People are still ca- covering her songs. You know, you know, Carol King is right. Mm-hmm. You know, natural woman, and uh, you know." it's too late. Oh my God. Just just off that one album, the songs are amazing. How can you sit there and keep Jay-Z and let go of Carol King? Much less, you're letting go of the Go-Go's. So I am a massive Go Go's fan. I have been since 1981. I have all my original albums. I have the pinups that I took out of magazines and I stuffed them in the albums. I still have all of that. <laughs> I am I am a Go Go's fanatic, even though I've never seen them live. Oh, really? And they're done now, so I I missed that. Just like all the other bucket list ones, I missed. I <laughs> never got to see the Go Go's live. Um, the Go Go's another one, massive hits big name everybody knows the go-go's everybody knows i mean come on now the foo fighters that's an interesting one because they eliminated the foo fighters and it gets weird when we're getting into these like more modern artists like that
0: right if anything i would say maybe it's too soon for the foo fighters
1: it it might be a little soon but i'm not but i ain't mad at it it, like yeah (laughs) yeah, i you tell me the foo fighters in there i'm like all right you know i get it i've said for years going back years and years and years i've said i'm like oh the foo fighters are you know they were like they were they were like the um you know at one point i would have said i said they were like the cheap trick of the new generation you know like they were that now i would i don't know if i could sit there and say they don't have quite that influence i can't sit there and say they're they're the you know the beatles or something like that of the new generation but they're probably at least you know
0: they're big. They're really fucking big. They're
1: kind of, they might be the Stones. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? They might be the Rolling Stones, you know, or the Led Zeppelin or something like that. I know that's, that's going to be controversial saying that, but <laughs> I think most people will get my point. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know about that one. I would keep them, but I can see some of the argument. Todd Rundgren, that's another one. Again, like Carol King, I think people just don't understand how important Todd Rundgren was to music. You know, maybe again, not like the most charting artist out there and stuff, but yeah, you know, it's the way it is, but we made it through the list. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, going gauging by the comments from you guys out there and everything, I think most of you are in agreement with me that these lists are fucking bunk. (laughs) There was a few things that I'm like, yeah, I can kind of agree with, but it, it, I, I think that when you look at these lists what I think it's it, the part of the reason I wanted to talk about this and kind of sum it up is when I think when you look at these lists, um, one interesting side effect that this has is that every year the rock hall inducts these people and there's always a lot of controversy. There's a lot of people that sit there and say, oh, this, this band doesn't belong in there. or This other band should be in there and not this band and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> And while I agree that there are bands just like, oh, yeah, people are bringing up stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. Colin's saying we should do an episode of who should be in the Hall of Fame. Well,
1: If people want to hear that. And I would love to get like input from people on that. I would love to do a live stream where we get people jumping in on that and telling us what they, you know, because there's ones that I probably wouldn't even think of. You know, Mm -hmm, there's so many to choose from. And we'd have to maybe we make our own criteria (laughs) for it, you know, uh, that I think won't be nearly as biased as this bullshit list was. But my point of what I was going to say was that this um, this was interesting because for all the criticism that they always get with the artists that they do induct and who they leave out, I feel like this shows that. In truth, the people that they have let in, for the most part, I think they belong there. They deserve it. Yeah. I Yeah, I really do. Again, I know some people are going to argue and say, you know, Biggie and Jay-Z don't belong in there and all that kind of stuff. Or you get people that say, uh, you know... B.B. King and, and John Lee Hooker don't belong in there and stuff like that, Cause you know, because because they're it's more blues. And it's not. But, to, but to me, you know, rock and roll, I think it, it's all encompassing of that. I mean, rock and roll is just sort of a generic umbrella term, really, for just like modern popular music, mm-hmm. you know, so.
0: Like country's going it's going to be in there, too.
1: Well, country. Yeah. yeah
0: and And, you know,
1: that's an interesting point, though. Is I is that they really didn't include a lot of country artists in here, hardly any. Mm-hmm. And I get that they're gonna say, well, but it's because with their country music and they have a country Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like so many of like the older country artists and stuff were just as influential, influential. and important and a part of rock and roll.
0: And that's where I was saying that, that should be like the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then, like, a history of rock and roll. Right. And how it was influenced and how it came to be how it is. And the Hall of Fame should be just, like, the legends yeah
1: or or what if they you're right or what if they did it more sort of like how they give out like awards like like you know Grammys and Academy Awards and stuff where they have they have awards that are more a little bit more specific where it's like you know Lifetime Achievement Award you know they have those kind of things like Mm -hmm. you know you could sit there and look at a certain country artist and say you know okay well they're maybe technically more country and this and that but you know acknowledging their importance is a foundation of what came later and stuff, even though they may not have the sales and they may not have quote, right. the enduring bigness as some of these other ones. Yeah, that's, you know, there, there's there's possible ways they could do this, but uh, I know we're running real long here, but one last thing I wanted to do just for fun because we had this... With
0: shits and giggles.
1: Yeah, because we had this in the group was, I know some of you that are in the uh, Geeking Squad group might recognize this. We actually... Um somebody had posted this in the squad. I don't actually remember who posted it.
0: I don't remember either.
1: <clears throat> but I thought this was fun and a lot of people got involved and since it's kind of on the same uh on, wave. on the same wave as this. Mm-hmm. They had this thing where this was more eighty specific where it was which house would you want to be a part of? The nineteen eighties edition. And I just want to see if anybody uh anybody uh cares to pipe in with this one. You have to pick a house uh, and it's based on types of music or bands that are in this house they have house one which is the cure depeche mode new order the police the smiths and the arythmics house two was blondie talking heads joan Jett, the cars b-52s the go-go's house three is run dmc beastie boys nwa houdini slick rick and uh, grandmaster flash and the furious five house four is prince madonna duran duran wham culture club and the pet shop boys Now you can see how difficult this is for me. House five is Guns N' Roses, Journey, Queen, Bon Jovi, Van Halen, and Billy Idol. House six is Hall & Oates, Phil Collins, Sade, Billy Joel, Toto, and Steve Winwood. House seven is Michael Jackson, Rick James, The Gap Band, New Edition, Chaka Khan, and Cameo. House eight is The Clash, Minor Threat, Bad Brains, Dead Kennedys, Black Flag, and The Misfits. And house nine... Is Craftwork, Inner City, Grace Jones, Giorgio Moroder, Sister Sledge, and Lisa Lisa, presumably also including the Cult Jam. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, see,
0: this my initial one too is five. A lot
1: of people, yeah, I get that because it's all the great, you know, rocking bands, you know, like the classic rock bands and yeah, stuff.
0: But I really dig one <clears throat> and six too.
1: Yeah, I'll, I agree with that. I. I have a tough time. I can't do it because I could potentially be in any one of these houses. The only one. I think you said you were couch surfing. Yeah. I'd be. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't be living permanently in any of these houses. I'd be couch surfing through (laughs) through each house because if I'm forced, absolutely forced to choose. I guess I would go with house number one.
0: One. okay.
1: That's tough because obviously being kind of a rocker guy and a guitar guy and everything and being that I just said a few minutes ago that Journey and Queen are two of my favorite bands of all time and my favorite guitar players of all time, I would be inclined to be, you know, not to mention Eddie Van fucking Halen. Jesus. Uh, I'd be inclined to be in house number five, but GNR, I like, I like all of these bands, but I have a feeling GNR and Bon Jovi and Hyper Ass Billy Idol will be getting on my nerves <laughs> trying to live in that house for you know, um... Yeah, I like I like all of them. There's bands I like in all of them. House number 9 is really peculiar. I don't know who put that one together. That, it's
0: like whatever's left here, throw it in there.
1: Kind of, because I get that they were... It's like, oh, it's kind of more like synthy type stuff, I guess. You could say, mm-hmm. like, but electro stuff. But I don't really know how Lisa Lisa and Sister Sledge fit in with craft work. Um, so I love craft work. I love me some craft work, um, but... I, it's just real weird. Yeah, Giorgio Moroder, you know, Grace Jones. That's an interesting house. That'd be a fun house to go to dance at, you know, I, <laughs> I get that. But yeah, house number one for me yeah. because four is
0: really good too.
1: Four is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we know how big of a Duran Duran fan I am, Prince fan, mm-hmm. you know, Pet Shop Boys, all that. But if again, like if I and house number two, Blondie, a huge Blondie fan. I
0: got your Go Go's, my Go
1: Go's, B 52's, cars. cars, cars jo- Georgia, yeah, I mean, I, I love everything, love everybody in this.
0: That's that the place. one I thought you had picked.
1: No, for me, The Cure, Depeche Mode, New Fucking Order, oh, The Police, The Smiths rhythmics I'm 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 a moody 1980s British kid at heart. You know is what it, you know. I I'm, I'm a mopey 80s British kid when it comes down to it. You know Depeche Mode and The Cure. I mean, that's honest to God. That's the music I listen to most of the time. Everybody always assumes like oh he listens to all this metal and stuff. I, I really don't. I really don't. I mean I it's part of me but. I have, I have my choice of like what music are you going to put on most of the time not all the time but most of the time my mo- my default is like oh yeah the cure Depeche Mode New Order I get excited about that stuff that's all the stuff they play at late bar you know um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I mean and they do play other stuff you know Duran Duran you know Pet Up Boys all that stuff yeah I mean, house number six, fucking Toto, Billy Joel, a huge Billy Joel fan, Phil Collins, Hall and Oates. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. I could go any of these. And then again, anybody that knows me, I mean, house number eight, you know, the Misfits. Come on, fucking, you know, I, I, you know fucking lived and breathed the misfits for years you know black flag i love black flag minor threat bad brains fuck yeah bad brains is great all of these cameo and house number seven i love cameo underrated fucking funk uh pop band from the 80s man so good yeah i could go any of them so so you're gonna you're sticking with number five is that your choice
0: i think i'm gonna stick with number five
1: interesting okay i think interesting yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure which one you would go with. I didn't know. I thought that number six was pretty appealing for it, you it, too.
0: It is. I keep going. Those are the two I keep going between. You know, house five and house six.
1: Yeah, house four has got some good stuff too. But anyway, so <laughs> I, can see I you're mean, debated all night. Yeah, back yeah, we, back forth, we 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 really could, but uh, we've
0: been going for like two hours now. Let's get out of here.
1: Anyway, so that is everybody
0: stuck around with this yeah
1: thank you to everybody that checked this out and stuck around with us uh through this that and there stuff are
0: technical difficulties in the beginning yeah, man that's where larry blew his fuse was early so
1: uh. Yeah, exactly. That. I think I—that's why I didn't get more worked up about these lists because I got so worked up trying to get all the technical stuff out of the way. I got to figure out why that happens so that this does not keep happening. I don't understand why there was that technical issue, but um, we're gonna—I don't care—we're not giving up. We're gonna keep doing these live streams because we'll get we, it together eventually. We really like having you guys there live with us as we're doing this. I mean, it's cool doing the other stuff too, and we'll still do that as well, but. These live streams streams are so much fun for us, and uh, and yeah, exactly. We well, yeah. We have for Yeah, anybody who knows me knows that I will talk for hours about it. Um, But we got to go. So, anyway, everybody, um, thank you so much, and we'll be back soon. Um, Probably, I don't know. We might be back before my birthday. We'll see. Maybe. I don't know if we're going to have time. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, if we're not back soon, we'll see you uh, in February. Yeah. And see you in a couple of weeks or something. So. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.